What is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. I'm happy to uh, be here. Happy to, you know, see everybody. Or, you know, I'm happy everybody is listening. Welcome back to the second episode of Operation Hero Talk. I bet y'all asses thought we wasn't going to be back, didn't you? Yeah, you thought this was just a regular faking the funk podcast. No. We don't do that around here. We are back. We are back in full effect. Okay. Not only am I back, you know, Dimitri Starks. Yeah, me. You know, the, the, the guy who you listened to last time. Yeah, I'm back. I'm also back with my lovely co-host, you know, Yadira, Yadizzle, Yaya, or uh, as we call her in the streets, Yah. Now, say something for the people. You Say something for the people, Yaya. No, I'm just excited to be here. Um, I'm ready to get down to this, man. We're gonna we're gonna have a good talk here. No, definitely, definitely. And I uh, first of all, want to say uh, thank you to you uh, for uh, hanging for hanging in there. I know it is kind of late at the moment. You see the things we do for y'all. It is currently almost eleven o'clock at damn in the damn night. But it's okay because we up and we still in full effect. And we thank you for anybody that listens to this podcast. We are gr- so grateful for all our listeners, okay? We we appreciate the love and we appreciate the haters, okay? Because without y'all, there's no motivation. Famous famous. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, positive vibes, positive energy only. So, now uh I am going to serenade you. Right. You know, serenade you, give you a little bit of where we coming from. I'm going to kick up some kick up some music real quick. Just some little intro music. Just one time for your mind. okay? so this is by my man Flo Fizz. okay? I'm a very big fan. All right. He uh, makes beats for a living. And this is called Dolce. So enjoy. And then we'll be back. Yes, sir. I like the beat. I like the beat. I like the old school beat. Matter of fact, turn it up a little bit. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Go ahead, Fluffy's. All right. To all my people on the East Coast, on the West Coast, and especially at home in the Midwest, thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the Operation Hero Talk podcast. We love you. And we hope you love us. And even if you don't, it's all good. All right. It's all good in the hood over here. All right. So let's get let's go ahead and get this started because I don't even want to waste any time. You dare. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I got you. All right. So let me let me start off on my little tangent. So as you can, as you could probably tell. I'm talking to you, the listener. Okay. From the the description in the in the bio of this episode. Today we are discussing a man very near and dear to my heart. Why? Because he reminds me of myself. Reminds me of myself in my younger days. <laughs> he reminds me of myself now. I'm talking, of course, about the man, the myth. Well, not so much the much the myth, but definitely the legend himself. I'm referring, of course, to Monkey D. Luffy, and that's I, right. And I heard some of you, I, I heard some of that shit you anime non 
informative people was talking. Y'all was saying Monkey D Luffy. No, it is Luffy. Okay, Luffy. Say it with me, Luffy. All right. Let's get. Yeah. Thank you. Come on now. Let's 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 not do that over here. Let's not act ignorant now. Okay. Monkey D Luffy, the man, the rubber man. Really. I know you thought T.I. was the first rubber man. No, 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 no. T.I. was the first rubber band man, okay? The first rubber man was Monkey D. Luffy. Now, I have a lot of love for this man because he's very childish, okay? I mean, he is basically still a child, right? He's, you know, he might, I think from where we are right now, he's he's in his, in his, Maybe early 20s. Doubt it, though. Maybe late yeah. teens, right? Had to grow up fast. He fended for himself. But that's not why we're here. Okay? You read the title. So I'm going to just start it off with this. What makes a good leader? Right? How do you inspire people to be their best, but allowing room for growth? Not everybody's meant to be a leader. Not Some people are just meant to be a part. But not to lead the way. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, like there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that at all, right? Like you like sometimes you have to know your position in the machine that keeps everything going. You have you to know, be Yeah, what were we gonna say, Yaya? I said, you know, the the thing with Luffy too is that it's not it's not just about his dream. Right. You know? even the side characters are the main characters in their own in their own way so uh you know that's that's the thing about him is that he is that legend right he is that that persona that that leader that people just flock to exactly no i i totally i totally agree with what you're saying and it's not even it's it's not even about it's not even about you know him leading with an iron fist because the truth is he doesn't if we're being, if we're having a real conversation with ourselves right now, Nami keeps the group together. She keeps them focused. But that's okay. Because it's understood, even though it's never said, it's understood. Luffy's the leader. We move with, we move at his steps. When he says, it's no more joking around, it's time to go. Guess what? It's time to go. That's, that's, that's what a, 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 a real leader does. He lets, or she, respectively, lets other people take the reins when they don't need to. Now, I want to uh, say, first and foremost, before we start getting into specific examples, okay, spoiler alert all over this shit, okay? I am uh, currently on episode uh, 380. Uh, Yaya, where are you at? Ooh, I'm on episode, like, 460. Yeah. So uh, if you've never watched One Piece before, uh, I encourage you to. And uh, if you are not up to where we are at right now, just know you are about to hear some spoilers, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? But you knew what you signed up for. So, all right. I want to start with a specific example. Okay? We've already started. I want to give you a specific example right now. When Usopp... Who I love, he's you know he's the comedic relief besides Frankie. Um, when Usopp decided that I quit, 
bailed off on the crew. He said, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't do this anymore. I, I refuse to be a part of this crew. If you guys are going to get rid of this ship, this special ship that my friend who's Whoa, sick. Oh, you're getting way ahead of yourself, though, bro. Like, that's a great example. But the examples start way early on. Agreed. No, you're right. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving a specific example about how sometimes it's best to let other people decide how you proceed. Usopp decided he was going to quit the crew, right? Then he came back in a goofy-looking costume, called himself Captain Captain Sunny, I believe. I believe that was his name, right? Sniper King, bro. Sniper King, yes. Sorry, forgive me. It's late at night. Sniper King. I love Sniper King, right? Help the crew declare war on the on the Marines. And then when they won, when they got Robin back, I told you it's a lot of spoilers. I'm revealing a lot of shit right now. But you were warned, right? He decides afterwards... Well, he decides afterwards, well, you know, I just helped them declare war on the Marines and I, you know, I just helped them bring back Robin. I just helped them defeat all these powerful enemies. Of course, they're going to have me back. And Luffy was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I mean, we're going to we're going to take him back. Obviously, he, he helped us. Zoro was like, no. No. No, we can't. We can't. We can't do that around here. We cannot allow him back unless he apologizes and vows to never do this shit again. Because not only is it disrespecting the crew, it's disrespecting you as a leader, as the captain. Because if he did this once, who's to say he couldn't do it again? And as much as Luffy wanted to say, I don't care about all that. He's the homie. I just want him back. Right? He had to agree. Because at the end of the day, that was the right decision. It's what's best for the crew. Not just what's best for the individual. Right? Because who who's to say that he wasn't going to do it again? So I, I use this to say that Luffy as a captain, as a person, knows he doesn't always know what's right doesn't always know and he understands that sometimes he has to take a back seat when somebody else is giving better advice and giving a better solution that makes a great leader i mean am i wrong yeah yeah i don't think i am right no but i mean let's let's first let's start with his archetype though right nerd yeah. word of the day archetype archetype word of the day Nerd word of the day, the archetype. That's that's the structural piece that Luffy fulfills, right? Mm -hmm. And in this story, he's that hero archetype, and and what what comes with that is that pure heart, that that ability to bring people to you, and it starts like super early in the in the series. I mean, look at episode one. Right away, he's recruiting, you know, people. Right away, what's the first? Who's the first person that he decides? He says, "I'm gonna get the best swordsman in the world." Who does he go and get? He goes and he gets Zoro. Zoro was not wanting to join him at first. Agreed. It wasn't until he showed that hero heart that he has that 
he started getting like that Zoro started showing respect for him. And Zoro was not about to be the first person to allow somebody to step all over him when he put his trust in him. Agreed. Agreed. No. So that, in a way, yeah. by by following him, the honor of the captain is tied to the honor of each individual person. Zoro was not about to let somebody stomp all over his honor, not when he still hadn't accomplished his goal. Agreed. And this show is all about accomplishing goals. And obviously, Luffy is has deep ties with every every single member of this crew. Up to the point where we're at right now. Um, the only, really the two that he hasn't really established a deep, deep bond with yet is uh, Frankie and Brooke. Brooke. Brock. Brooks. Brooks. And Brooks, who I fucking love. I love Brooks. Brooks is one of my I favorites. Love Brooks. Brooks is awesome. But we're here to talk about Luffy. Okay? <laughs> we're here to talk about Luffy. Now, some other things that go into, you know, him being a good leader. The title of this episode, right, is What Makes Luffy a Great Leader? It's really twofold. It's about protecting your crew, which he considers his friends. He call, he calls them his crew, but it's deeper than that. They're also his friends, right? It's about protecting your crew, but also, as my co-host stated earlier, allowing them to get what they want. Each member want something different out of life in general right everybody want they all want something there's something that they want and luffy's like well come with me you'll get it we'll, we'll, we'll work towards it we all working towards the same thing it's okay we'll, we'll, we'll do and, that right and he doesn't even blink an eye at it that's the thing too is that he's like oh you want to go and make a map of the world sure come along you're gonna make a map of the world if you're my navigator <laughs> you know like you want to be the best swordsman in the world? I'll take you all around the world. That way you can be the best, you know? So he's like, he's fulfilling every single one of their dreams as he's pulling them, uh, pulling them along. But also, like, just the, the type of care and sincerity he shows. The fact that he, you know, Nami goes, betrays him in the beginning, right? Steals his ship. Steals his ship. And then he goes and he turns around and he, like, protects her. You know what I mean? Like when he's protecting her or the fact that he allows her hold on to his hat. Like that is a huge thing for him because Shanks gave him that hat and he was not about to let anything destroy that hat. Right. Agreed. No, you're absolutely right. I, I think that I think that, you know, when he has it in his mind that you are somebody worth fighting for. Well, then that's raps. You're going to be a part of you're going to be a part of the crew mainly because he knows that coming with us you'll you'll not only fit right in but you'll also contribute to the positive environment you'll you'll help the crew in some type of way you got to be useful that's a big thing you got to be useful in this crew everybody serves a purpose 
And you got to know how to fight to a certain extent. <laughs> exactly. And you got to know how to fight to a certain extent, with the exception of Usopp, who really is a finesser. <laughs> He's a. You know what, though? Usopp is a low-key beast, but we'll, we could do a whole episode on that. Right. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of a lot of episodes to go. We'll come back to we'll come back to uh to Usopp, aka Sniper King, aka Daddy Long Nose, at another time. Okay, but for now we're staying on Luffy. Now, just to provide a little backstory for those of you who might not know. Okay, uh, Luffy comes from a very very uh very very prominent fighters he he has a, he comes from a lineage of of ass kickers uh yeah as evidenced by his father monkey d dragon who i have yet to uh meet i have uh, yet to have the pleasure of seeing him uh and his grandfather monkey d jaguar it's a great it's a great name right Monkey D. Jaguar. I just love that name. It just sounds like he just beats the shit out of younger people when he's an older person. But either, but anyway, these are the these are the the people he came from. These are the 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 men who set the tone for who he is. They well, all, and you also can't forget his brother. I mean, his brother is an excellent fighter in in and of himself. So agree. Can't forget Ace. Monkey D. Ace is very good as well. He is very well. He is very good as well. He he has he has taken control of his. Uh, he has learned control of his powers and and ma- maintained very good control of it. Basically, what I mean when I say that is he knows how to use his fire flints very well. Okay, and and to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I didn't think. When I initially started watching the show, that Luffy would get to the level that he's at, but this goes, but this ties directly into what makes him a great leader. It's about you. It's about you not slacking off. You have to be better so that you can protect the people who will literally sacrifice themselves for you it's it's literally the it's literally the exact same thing as any leadership philosophy you'll find in any book any any on any website any quote from any personal hero of yours you are only your crew is only as good as you are you are a reflection of them they are a reflection of you when he first learned when he first learned uh when he got to the next level in his in his uh, abilities, you know, he said it, and I quote: "I'm I had to I had to get stronger because I had to protect I had to protect my crew. If I can't protect my crew, there's no point. I can't be captain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So now I have to I had to get so I had to get stronger. I had to learn a, a different thing. I had to learn how to be better." And, but you know, consistently yeah. see Luffy step up regardless, right? They already know who's the boss. Get Luffy to him. He's got it. They don't even hesitate at it. And it's so much so that, like, that Luffy is causing this, like, blind faith, right? Like, he's 
like his crew is gonna follow him to the ends of the to the ends of the world, and as is the point of the the entire show. But you know, he has just that charisma, that natural, you know, pure heart, that pure, like it's like that heart of a knight. You know what I mean? Where they're just they just want to like serve. Like I don't even know how to explain it. His, he just has that pure um, drive to want to be a better person, hmm. but not even for himself, just for everybody around him. You know, he goes to a city, most pirates would be um, raiding, you know, and causing destruction as some of his counterparts do. What does he go in and do? He makes things better for the people that live there. So he's slowly even growing a following amongst people that aren't pirates, amongst the regular civilians. Well, I think, well, I, I, that that has a lot to do. That has a lot to do with a lot of things. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Most of it, I think we learned, we learned early in the season that the uh, the Marines and the world government, oh, they on some BS. They hiding something. It's something they hiding. But we'll get. But that's that's another episode in and of itself. But back to back back to speaking on what you were saying about Luffy. It's it's a. It's a hard thing to upset to to interrupt the status quo. When you think of a when you think of a pirate nowadays, you think of Pirate of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Right? And in actuality, those are exactly what we're talking about here. Those are good pirates. <laughs> right? I mean the, most of the, most of them were pretty good. You know, even even the the main character, Jack Sparrow, he's we could consider him a good pirate, right? That idea is new. Like, it, back in the day when you read about pirates, when you learned the history of pirates, the, the real history of pirates, there were no good pirates. There were no pirates that helped people. They raided people. They stole pe- They stole from people. They killed people. They, they you know, shot down ships. They, yeah. they ran from the government. These are the normal things that we've been taught from since we could first learn about pirates, this new idea of good pirates, really, when you look at the history, it was pioneered, and if not pioneered, perfected by this show. This show perfected that idea. Absolutely. I completely agree. You know, you look back, you know, the first Pirates of the Caribbean was well after the beginning of One Piece. Um, I mean, One Piece has been going for quite, quite some time now, so... You know, there's what nine hundred and some episodes. Um, yeah, I'm about I'm about halfway through. You know, so it's it. There's still a lot more to go and see. And um, the the exciting thing is that is that Luffy is not a boring character, right? Luffy goes and what does he do? He seeks adventure. Um, you know, which is part of what makes him that good leader. He has that that motivational pull to him. You know, he's he he's Gets his idea on, let's go have some fun, and guess what? Everybody is going to have fun, or they're going to face him. You know, it's you're not going to stop Luffy from doing whatever he wants to do. No, agree. Look at look at the way Sanji feeds him. He just starts cooking, and what does Luffy do? He just starts grabbing everything. And what does he, Sanji keep doing? He just keeps cooking because that's that's what he's going to do. Right. You know, you can't stop Luffy from doing whatever he wants to do. Exactly. No, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. And just a little bit of his just a little bit of history lesson 
for the uh, listeners and the viewers out there, uh, um, One Piece touched down in 1997. So, yeah, definitely a, a, a while before the first uh, Pirates of the Carib Caribbean movie. So, let's not forget who was the originator. It was definitely it was definitely uh, One Piece. This show is this show is legendary in it, even in, even of itself. But I would definitely put, as far as leaders go, as far as the ability to galvanize, to inspire people, to keep your crew in check. There are a lot of animes where there's a leader and a crew. There's plenty of cases. You think look at the look at the top animes that people watch now. Uh, Juju Kaitsen. There's a leader in that. The main the main character is kind of the leader, but kind of not. Fire Force, the main character, he's part of the crew. The leader doesn't even have powers, but he's a good leader. You think of, I mean, I could go on and on, right? I, I could. Demon Slayer. You know, Tanjiro is not a Hashira or anything like in that. In any sense of the word, like in, 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 in not, I mean, but, but. Where a leader, where a leader usually shows their guts, is in the heat of battle. Can you keep your cool? Can you think on your feet? Can you react? And that is what makes a good leader. Luffy, for all his goofy ass quirks, when it's time to fight, okay, when it's time to fight, when it's time to get busy. You can't you can't outthink him. You can't outmuscle him, but you can't outthink him because the thing is he doesn't give you a hint. Once he knows, or once he discovers how he can beat you, he keeps it to himself. He's not in the he's not in the middle of the fight going ah. So that's your that's weakness. I feel like a lot of times that has to do with the gum gum fruit too, right? Because think about it. Gum gum, like, you know, we're talking about rubber, we're talking about how um, adaptable something may be, right? How much can, uh, an imagination can stretch. And you think about Luffy and his imagination stretches so much that he's able to take his gum gum fruit powers to like a whole nother level. So absolutely, when we're talking about the top heroes that are out there that are going to, you know, keep their team in check, but not only in check, whole, right? Because... You have a lot of good leaders out there, and you may even have a lot of them that can can they keep their team in place. But do you have a lot of them that can keep their team in place and keep it whole? Mm. Naruto is a great example, right? We see it all the time where you have a great team, you have a great group, and then you just can't keep it whole. Agreed. And that's where, and that's where Luffy is able to do that amongst all the da danger that we're talking about. I mean, like, like we said, he declares war on the Marines, which is essentially like, you know, the world government. So you, you can't, you can't get any more dangerous than being the most wanted man in the world. Agreed. And, and what's, what's interesting about that is, uh, first of all, to anybody listening, I love uh, Naruto. So what you are about to hear me say is not a, not a severe judgment on the entire show but i have noticed this okay 
Uh, what what I do prefer in One Piece as opposed to Naruto is that when there's a bad guy, when there's a antagonist, they get their asses kicked. That's what I love. Okay, in Naruto, too many times I've seen the main character himself, my boy Naruto, talk them off the ledge. And after a while, that got irritating. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to see y'all having therapy. Okay? I want to see fisticuffs. I want to see dueling. I want to see a skull get cracked. Okay? It's like rest, it's like it's like when you watched wrestling back in the 90s, okay? You knew that shit wasn't real. I knew that shit wasn't real. Let, let's let's first of all absolutely huge naruto fan but let's talk about it for real though luffy doesn't kill not one of those people not one of his enemies ends up dead so is it not in the same kind of realm it is not because it is, it is not because there there is there is nobody nobody if you if you if you can, and this is, pro I mean, you, if you took an L from Monkey D. Luffy and survived, well, lucky for you. But, okay, that don't mean, just because I beat you up, that don't mean you're invited to join the crew. You, no, 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 no. You, you, you can't hang here. No, no, this is reserved. There is no, there is no, uh, there is no ass whooping that comes with an invite. That, that doesn't happen. That happens way too many times in Naruto. I love, like I said, I love the show, but it is what it is. Okay. This One Piece with Luffy as a leader, your actions, especially if it's against somebody in his crew, have consequences. Okay. And those consequences usually involve a very very severe beating okay i mean yeah. i got no issue with it it makes for it makes for great television yeah no point taken <laughs> yeah I, I know i do agree i think that you know the cool thing about luffy too is you know we have this character that um like you said such a great leader that like nobody even questions going into battle with him like it's not like a Oh, you know, let me think about a type of thing. It's like, okay, what do you want to do first? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he decides what they're going to do, what when they're going to do it, Um, you know, just like, I, I mean, okay, huge spoiler alert if you don't, if you haven't gotten to this. Huge spoiler point, alert like, coming up, huge spoiler alert coming up. And if it's, if it's from me, I'm gonna be honest, if, if you're about to tell me something I have not seen yet, yeah, yeah, I just know that, uh, I, I'm be honest with you. I don't really mind spoilers. Not gonna stop me from watching the show. I'm not really. It's not a big deal. Not to me, at least. But once again, you know, we I, put. I want to talk about the other crew member that we don't talk about too much, right? Which, which we find out there's another one absolutely later. But we're talking about the Going Mary, right? So the Going Mary has her trials and tribulations, and um, the thing that I love so much is that Luffy loved his crew so much. And he loved his ship so much that this ship 
developed a spirit in order to take care of them. And like, I mean, talk about inspirational, right? Like mm-hmm. he loved the ship to life. <laughs> That's what, you know, I was, you know, yesterday I was, uh, sitting in my living room, I was watching a uh, one piece and I was uh, thinking that, that briefly that thought, that thought that point you just made came up briefly. And I was looking at my bank account and I was like, I wish I could just love this to life right now. <laughs> oh my God. What I just, <laughs> I just want to love my $50,000 into this account. Come on, just come on. Love it. Like just just put the <laughs> put the funds in the account. But it you know. I, I just I maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm incapable of love. I'm not loving hard enough. <laughs> I don't you know, know. Sometimes I you know, they say that the mind has the ability to bend reality. Well I wish it would bend that reality. Let sure. me tell you something. If I could I could use me, a couple more zeros in the bank account. <laughs> let me tell you something. I, I get let me tell you something. I get Doctor Strange powers. I'm going to a universe that's entirely made out of dollar bills. <laughs> I'm bringing them back to this physical space, okay? But that's a def- that's definitely another that's definitely another episode. But back to back to topic, okay? There is no such thing as let bygones be bygones. Not with no. not with not with not with not with Luffy. No, it's it's mainly a situation where if. You are doing something that I feel is a threat against me. It's a threat against my crew. It's a disrespect against me. It's a disrespect against my crew. Like, for instance, one of the new members, spoiler alert. I'm done saying spoiler alert, guys. At this point, I'm done saying spoiler alert. We put it in the damn bio. Okay. We said it numerous times in the beginning. I'm I'm done. And we're, we're, we're 35 minutes into this, into this, this episode. Okay. And we've said spoiler alert now going on probably 40 times so we're done all right moving on one of the people who i mean showed major disrespect and if we're talking about on the basis of needing an ass kicking look no farther than frankie right absolutely absolutely but okay but see he makes it up to them too in a huge way because not only does he give them the million Sunny, right? He gives them the little Mary. Agreed. He revives their ship for them. Agreed. Thousand Sunny, but I like how you just said million Sunny. Don't think I didn't peep that. Okay. But, but I agree. Now I'm saying I agree with you. But the fact still remains. Oh yes. And I got to I got to I got to pick up my microphone for this. Okay. You not only jumped one of my crewmates, beat the shit out of him, you stole our money, and then you went and spent it freely with and you really think you are not going to catch a beatdown for that? Look, I think that if anybody deserved a beatdown in the show, it never came. That was, honestly, that was my one. That was the one time that I was like, wow, 
So, Luffy, we're just going to let people disre- disrespect respect the crew like that? I mean, I get it. I get well, it. At that point, Usopp was not part of the crew for a minute. Well, no, 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 no. This, no, no, no. This was when they first got to the town. No, yes. I'm talking about when when Frankie and Luffy get to the point where they're on good terms and they're willing to fight together. At that point, Usopp was not part of the crew. Usopp was it? Master Sniper was. Sniper King was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sniper King was a temporary member that said he was there to help them. He was not a member of the crew. Agreed. So. But I don't... I'm just it's saying that gray area. It's that gray area where Usopp had disrespected him. He left the crew. Does Luffy is Luffy required to keep that grudge when it was big enough to make Usopp leave the crew? Hmm. Or is it is he enough of a leader and enough of a a bigger man to realize that Frankie like many others has his flaws. And for him, he saw exactly where the flaw came from. He sees everything that happened to Frankie's mentor. Mm. Right? Yeah. R.I.P. He hears about those accounts firsthand. He understands that Frankie is just another lost soul that wants to accomplish a dream that he knows is not going to happen for Frankie in that island. Agreed. So what does he do? He turns the bad guy into a good guy. Agreed. Agreed. Major leaders do that all the time. Look at Goku and Vegeta. Goku was such a good leader that he was able to bring Vegeta over. Right? Agreed. So there's examples of this all over anime. I mean, lots of them. Naruto with, with Sasuke. I mean, you can say that Sasuke made that, tra- that transition himself, but we all know he didn't. We all know it was a lot, a lot to, to do with Naruto. Agree. I mean, it's it. Another time. I don't want to keep jumping off of. We we gotta we gotta stay on topic. I, I but I do understand that example. I think the listeners do too. Just a little FYI, my Justice League folder, a poster just uh, fell off the wall. So that's what that's what you heard. I had to get that together, but that's okay. All right, I'll be fixing that. And that will we'll be back right as rain for the next episode. Anyways, continuing on. No, you're absolutely right. But what you may not know about me, you dizzle, is that I'm a very petty person. <laughs> I don't I don't let I don't let that shit go. You, I mean, because oh, no. at the because t- at the I, point I mean, in time, I think that, like it just if we're gonna be on topic, man, like let's call it what it is. A real leader is gonna swallow that and take you know, do what's best for his team. And if Usopp's okay with it, I mean, he straight up asks Usopp, are you okay with this? What does he say? Yes. Understandable, but... That blind loyalty to Luffy and his the way that he's just a leader above all else. Now, trust me, if it was me, oh yeah, Frankie would have caught a beat down. But we're not talking about me. We're talking about Luffy. And just to provide some context to the just to provide some context to the listeners, we are not saying that Frankie would not be allowed to join the crew. We are not saying that because he definitely he most definitely would. 
Okay. It's he just catch some hands first. Right. You just get just a little just just catch a just a just a little bit of it doesn't even have to be a buffet of L's. It just is a, a smorgas like a, a little tiny plate of an L. T- a tiny plate of these hands. Okay? And then we can move on about our day. We can all woosah bow our heads and sway and move on with the rest of our lives that's just my take on that's just my take on that but i mean the way i see it is if usap could have if usap caught those hands frankie could have caught them too that's the way i I mean it's you're right frankie's story is pretty is pretty is pretty sad um but we're not here to talk about him i move i move off him (laughs) okay all right, shout out to the shout out to the boy Frankie. Shout out to the boy Usopp. Okay, we're back to we're back to to Monkey D Luffy, and I want to get into this before we shut this down. Oh my God, we're forty minutes in. Okay, all right, all right. Doesn't doesn't it hasn't even felt like that. All right, I want to get into this. I want to get into this final point before we hang it up for the night. Okay, there was a and I had to go back in rewatch this episode there was an episode where luffy was about to die well he's all he's about to die many many times in the show but this one specific really about to die this one specific yeah exactly i think you know what i'm talking about this one specifically he was about to be beheaded okay he was at the he was at the you know we call them the gallows i believe that's what they call them um the guillotine? No, it wasn't even the guillotine because somebody was about to about to chop his head off, so it wasn't even a machine being used. So and he was fully ready, like, oh well, I guess I'm not gonna be king of the pirates after all. Alright, bring it. And then all of a sudden, yeah, well the whole structure got hit by lightning. And it made me think I'm like, hold on a second. Uh, this isn't the guy from Skypea doing this. They don't know each other. We're still fifty plus episodes from from that vent that adventure from that arc. So my question is, uh, Luffy, uh, I think we've all, you know, put the clues together. This isn't rocket science. That your uh, father pretty much uh came in and saved the day uh what the hell is your father rocking with uh what what, what's what's he got going on that does your father have power over electricity is there he has lightning lightning fruit that's what i'm saying i don't know did the guy from because the guy from skypea he didn't eat a fruit right yes he did so then, no. So then, so then, he can't have the, the, the no two fruits are the same. No two fruits are the same, but there are fruits that are similar. Remember, as you get further in, when when we're talking about when uh, Frankie comes into the story, right? Um, when we're talking about um, the world government, then there's several shapeshifters, right? We had a giraffe. We had <laughs> we had. A Dagwire, we had several other things, and those all came from the fruits. So while no two fruits are exactly the same, there may be fruits that are similar. 
So you may have an electric electric fruit and you may have a lightning lightning fruit and they may do similar things, but they may be very different. This is my question. This not even it's not even a question, it's an observation on that. And this really is speaking more so to who Luffy is as a person. So as far as we know, um, not the best father-son relationship. I mean, I thought my father, and I thought my father and my relationship was kind of complicated. But this relationship takes the cake. I was like, wow. It made me call my dad up and go, you're not so bad, old man. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not so bad. You're pretty, you're, you're okay compared to Monkey D Dragon. And my dad was like, who the hell is Monkey D Dragon? And then he hung up. <laughs> so, right, rightfully, okay. He had no idea what the hell I was talking about. But, your father is the leader of the revolution. He's peeped what's going on he knows that the world government is crooked he knows he's like yeah we're gonna we're gonna put a stop to this we're gonna do this for years i gotta leave i gotta leave my son i gotta leave him but it's all right i know he'll be straight he'll be he'll, he'll, he'll be all right him and ace they'll, they'll they'll make it they'll be okay does is, is there something going on with this family that they just like, they're, they're just elite, like just the type of people? Because let's be real here. If Ace wanted to, Ace could have his own crew. Okay. He could have been had his own crew by now. But loyalty, responsibility, the mission, all these things play a part. If Luffy had joined a crew, right? If he hadn't started his own crew, if he hadn't promised Shanks that he was going to be Pirate King, the King of the Pirates, which it's kind of like a it's kind of like a makeshift pirate mentor mentee program. You join a crew, you rise up in the ranks and then you form you break off and you form your own crew. This is how it's done. Luffy never went that route. He said, no, I'm going to be King of the Pirates, so I'm just going to go make my own crew. Now, I'm not going to serve under anybody. Why do you think that he took that route? But Ace didn't. It's confusing. Well, let's be real. By the time that uh, Luffy is having these thoughts, right? He doesn't have any, any father figure around. Ace is gone. He's been gone. He's been pirating already. His dad isn't around. Shanks has been gone from his life for a long time. So who does he really have? The other general, uh, you know, the other people living in town. But he doesn't have a direct father figure there. So what does he think he's supposed to do if everybody else before him has left home and gone off and become a pirate or become a sailor? What is what is a boy to do? Mm. He's to go off and become a sailor. And at that point, he didn't even have a boat. Like, let's be real. He said he's going to be king of the pirates and didn't didn't have not a piece of wood to drift on the on the water like you didn't have anything shout out to all the shout out to all the entrepreneurs out there you want to know how to start your own business you want to start know how to build things from the ground up look no farther than monkey d luffy on one piece we start there you go, there you go. <laughs> he like willed himself a ship into existence and then <laughs> into life 
was oh my god beast yeah i, I mean I obviously yaya is very she's very still infatuated with the fact that you can love a ship to life i'm still <laughs> i'm still over here angry that you cannot you cannot uh, love, love a bank account into more funds. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. I wish that worked in real life, but obviously it never will. Monkey D. Luffy is a better man than I. Um, <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Sometimes it only starts with it only starts with a dream. It just starts with that's that's literally all you need, and you just keep you just keep going because. You start, you go from, uh, you go from, uh, uh, think about this, really think about this. And I want the listeners to, to, to hear me out because we're almost, we're almost done here. You go from a apple barrel to a war machine on the sea, basically that's ran and powered by cola. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know something. If I was if I was a Marine, if I was a Marine and I ran into the thousands sunny and they obliter they obliterated us, which was it's likely what, what would happen. And I found out that that machine is powered by cola. Do you realize to the depths of how much shittier I would feel? <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, wow. So we got destroyed by a, a big ass vending machine. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing to me. I don't think I I don't think I would be able to I couldn't be in the Marines anymore. I'd have to I'd have to hang it up after that one. I'm not saying they should feel embarrassed, but this is how far dreams go, people, okay? If you work your tail off, if you really put in the work, one day you can have a sailboat powered by cola. Okay? The dream can happen. Okay? It hasn't happened for me yet. I'm still trying to get to the part where I love uh, a million dollars into my bank account. I'll get there eventually. Oh, me too. I'll love a couple zeros in there. Why is there not a gum? Why is there not a, a gum gum money fruit? I'd eat that shit in a second. A money, money fruit. Yeah, I could turn, I can turn an apple into a hundred dollar bill. Ooh, but blessing and a curse, man. If any, if I've learned anything about devil fruit, is that you got to be careful what you wish for. You I mean, might want money fruit, and then you might end up with something like the Midas touch. Well, yeah, the Midas touch is a ca cautionary tale. Okay, but I'm just saying, if I can turn most things into money and sacrifice. Me not swimming. I don't know if you know this about black people. We don't really swim that much, right? so I can uh, I can I can take that L. That's fine. That's totally fine. I can uh, just uh, chill by the chill by the pool, dip my feet in the water. It's 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 fine. Drink a mai tai, not not get in. You know, it's, it's I, I I'm totally yeah. okay with that. That I, that's a worthy that's a worthy sacrifice. Okay, and. I want to for the last part of this for the last part of the show before we get out of here because oh oh my god we are 50 minutes in shout out to us right <laughs> I want you to 
give that definition one the the nerd word of the day again people i am not going to say it i'm going to yet let yaya say it and explain it again and then relate it to luffy and then i'll say a final word and then we will get out of your hair for the day go ahead yaya all right so nerd word of the day archetype that is the structural piece that your character is filling is he the hero is he the mentor is he the main character? What what type of role is he filling? Uh, look how he relates to he or she, he or she is relating to the other characters in there. So archetype, uh, remember they're all over anime, all over comic books. We see them everywhere. Um, Luffy just happens to be the hero, um, and one of my favorite heroes, at least, um, definitely definitely a leader worth following. Um, it'd be interesting to see if we could find any links to to what Luffy would have made, who may have inspired Luffy as a character, that would be really, really cool. No, definitely. That definitely would be cool because every character comes from inspiration. I actually just saw the, uh, the original, the original um, drawings of Naruto where uh, the original Team 7 was actually Naruto, Sakura, and Shino. So, wouldn't that have been some shit? So, <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely a future episode. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of our second episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to try to get these episodes out a little bit more frequently. Hey, listen, okay? We both have lives. We both have children. Okay, this is this is a lot. This is a, it's a lot. Okay, to get these episodes out, but we appreciate your patience. We appreciate the love. You know, we appreciate the vibes because that's what it's about. It's a it's a vibe out here. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to continue to bring this content to you. All right, positive energy, positive focus, and we really, really, honestly hope you all are all having a good day, a good night, and that this podcast brings a little bit of joy into your life from dimitri peace out you dizzle you want to say what's up say goodbye <laughs> let's see y'all later we'll see you at the next episode damn right we will deuces